back at it, homegrown radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. Yeah, we are here, West Man, Coast. It's been some time. It's been a long ass time. I mean, we've been giving y'all these interviews, you know Man, what I'm saying? Uh, Shouts out to everybody that's been a part of, you know, these new trying times, man. I mean, we, we've been kind of getting back to doing in-person interviews slowly but surely. So, um, Charm LaDonna, shout out to her. Yep. Um, and is that the only one I said? No, nah, we did. Um, we just did Vince Ash. He just did a freestyle with us. Very true, very uh, true. We're going to be transitioning slowly back into doing in-person things. Yeah. But, you know, you know, people got to get these COVID tests. Hey, man. That, I'm not looking forward to to just the because there's all there's a lot of stuff that we already do. That's just an extra thing. That's an extra thing, bro. We have to worry about. Not looking forward to, it, but nonetheless, uh, appreciate the support. We're gonna uh, give you all this content. Yeah, uh, this is uh, a lot of people have been requesting we do uh, a solo show without any guests, so we could just get straight to you know the things that are happening, man. And one of the biggest biggest pieces of conversations, a uh, big topic, man. Rest in peace, DMX. Yeah, um, such such a huge loss for hip hop, um, and. I think a lot of the I, what, I, what I really liked about just kind of seeing people celebrate DMX is the fact that he got his flowers before he left. You know, shout out to the verses and shout out to Drink Champs. I feel like those are the two platforms that we got a chance to really celebrate DMX the way he should have been. And the fact that he saw that in real time, I'm glad that those two platforms exist. So, you know, we in hip hop aren't doing it after the fact, you know? Yeah, no, I agree. I think, um, I think they definitely did it justice, but I also saw the headline come out that his his streams went up a thousand percent. Thousand percent. A thousand percent. That's not even an exaggeration. Wow. So I thought that was dope. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's it's you know, you know how I go. Like people always, you know, immortalize you through especially through your music or your contribution through art. Yeah. So I think I think it was dope to see that everybody like really embraced DMX. And I and I saw uh a big explosion, like when I played some DMX at the at the uh, at the event I was doing for Amazon, uh-huh. and people were honking their horns and flashing their lights. It was a drive-in event, yeah. and I thought that was dope. Like, and everybody was hopping out of their cars and dancing with each other, and it was just a celebratory moment. And I think that that's something to be said as far as like how we treat our our you know the people who pass away in the culture, yeah. and we celebrate them, and every we turn up, and it's not it's not sad. Yeah, no, absolutely. And one thing that I I had been seeing across social, and it's a recurring theme, and I, I get where it comes from, but I think we got to stop with the stigma of people not being happy that somebody celebrated when they passed, because the, the the underlying theme was, oh man, y'all wasn't celebrating him like that, or y'all wasn't really turning yeah. next like that up when he was here. I hate that when somebody dies. It it's like, dude. The, w- w- first of all, that's not true. Second of all, in this instance, this instance, like I just said, it wasn't true. But what other time? Like a lot of times, what other times it, it's best to celebrate somebody when they're not here? Like I get what they're saying. Like if you're not actively like really appreciating a person, but if the person doesn't have an album out, if the person isn't like really doing anything at the moment, yeah. then what other reason would you have to like? It's not like nobody was listening to DMX. You mm-hmm. know, people were, you know, the, the the fans were. But I, I don't know. I don't. I, what are your thoughts on that? Because I feel like it it's a hint of negativity that it's not needed. It's not needed. It's that's, not that's needed. It's, it's definitely it. unnecessary. But I I I I personally don't really care. You know how I am. Like I don't be paying attention to what these people be talking about because these people don't know shit. Yeah. Like they people. I actually saw some tweets come my way 
from people who obviously clearly don't listen to the radio. But they were like, oh, you guys celebrated Nipsey and you did all this. But no, y'all haven't, I haven't heard no DMX all day. I'm like, bro, we were literally playing DMX all day. Oh, no, actually all night. All yeah, night, yeah, like, all day, all hour, night. We, yeah, you're right. Especially you're right. when we got on, like, yeah. we was going up. We did a whole hour just DMX. Like, and so it was just like, you know, I don't take offense to it, but I also don't pay it no mind anymore. Yeah. I can't, I don't have, I don't have the um, the time or the patience to be Dealing, going back and forth with people. Now, I, I just think that it's interesting because I feel like that goes to the argument of there's always somebody always wants to be mad about something. Always, you always want to argue about something. It's like this moment isn't about isn't about you. It's you not about I mean? you, dog. And I, I get where the sentiment comes from, but you're only distracting the conversation even more while people are celebrating. Like you said, the, the streams are going up a thousand percent. You know, you want to look for the negative in the situation. It's like, come on, man. It's, it's definitely not needed. I, I like the, the fact that you you said that. Yeah, and also I think that it's something to be said as far as, like, the people who really have something to complain about. Like, the DMX was a father. Father, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I'm saying. Whenever somebody passes within, especially a celebrity or somebody within the culture that we, that we feel like we are emboldened to. Yeah. People always want to make it about them. And it's like, bro, this man was a father. Like, he was a son. He was prob- he was an uncle. Like, you know, like, he was a cousin, a nephew. Like, all kind of yeah. shit. And it's just like, people always find something to complain about. So that's why I focus on the celebrations. Got you. So I was looking up. Um, you said father. I was thinking of how many kids DMX has, man. Fifteen children. Fifteen? Nine different women. Um, he got 15 kids? He got 15 kids. The only reason why I brought this up, because I remember when he first got in the game, and one thing that I respected about DMX was that if you go back on past award shows, before you even stop, stop looking like that. Like, I, just, before you, I didn't know he had 15 of 15 them. Of them. God damn. Yeah. The, hey, X, X going to give it to you. X going <laughs> to give it to you. <laughs> hey, that's the name. X going to give it to you. But but one thing that I respected about DMX early on, and this is before, obviously, me being married or anything like that, but he would take his wife to the award shows. Mm-hmm. He would bring her on stage and celebrate, like, these moments and first, obviously, give his um, his thanks to, to Jesus. Like, uh, Charlemagne said the best, man. DMX was anointed. Anointed. He was anointed. In man. real life. Um, and, and I think that's one thing that, although I, I knew that when he was here, Mm-hmm. That's one thing that if we can kind of flip it and, and, and swing it to a positive, I'm glad that I learned that about him after the fact. Like, oh, man, he was so spiritually in tune and not just from songs, but, the, you know, the prayers. Yeah. And, you know, he always gave it up, you know, whether it be a regular conversation to somebody that, that may catch it on the side or from songs, you know what I'm saying, or in an album. So I think that that's, that's something to, to appreciate that he was really, you know, involved in that way. And I also want to say something to these media outlets. And to these fake news people, like, and and I hate, don't like. I, I just want to go on record and say that I absolutely despise when I have to agree with forty-five, the former president okay. Donald Trump. Okay, explain. But it'd be a lot of fake news. It'd be a lot of fake news flying. It'd be I, like, we gotta stop this shit. What you mean? Well, well, first somebody pronounced DMX dead the night before. Okay. Yeah, people yeah. ran with that story. Yeah. And then after his passing, mm-hmm. people ran with the Beyonce and Jay-Z story that they bought his masters yeah, and stuff right, right, right. for like $10 million and gave it to his kids. Swiss Swiss Beats had to come out and say, that's Thank not you. true. Yeah. Like, bro, we got to knock this shit off. Like, nobody is vetting these stories. Like, even, 
even amongst our team, mm-hmm. like when we was on the air when uh when everything was going down, yeah. and it was the night before he actually pat- pronounced was pronounced dead. Yeah. We had to stop our team like, from no, reacting. Like, don't post this. True. Yeah. Everybody, calm down. Yeah, I said, look, I was like, unless Swiss Beats or even TMZ, I, I'm even weird at. But unless those two outlets posted, I'm not. We're not going with. Them. Yeah, we're not running the story. So I feel like these these companies and these outlets need to be more responsible with with their with their reporting on yeah. especially when it comes to news like this cuz even with the Kobe thing I remember a lot of fake news was going out about Kobe shit and it was just like you got to understand like these people have like DMX got 15 kids Jesus, that's right. what you said right 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 like his kids probably all don't know right and they had to see it online what's going on right. yet and, I, and it's just like bro it's like we got to I mean I'm starting to as I, as I age, I'm starting to have more compassion, which is crazy to me because I'm not used to it. But it's like, well, we got to knock this shit off. So I kind of just log off, yeah. and that's just kind of how I deal with things. Just not not seeing it. No, just not participating. Gotcha. Okay. So why did this one annoy you? Like I just brought up, um, you know how certain people uh, view it as. What I just said a second ago. Look at that. Look at it as a negative situation and say, "Oh, you don't celebrate the person." So why didn't that annoy you more? Why did this situation that you just mentioned annoy you more than what I just mentioned? Because I think it's just irresponsible. It's just reckless. Like they're both reckless, though. No, no, I agree with you, but I feel like, but when you like the internet has killed Lil Wayne numerous Multiple occasions. Times, yeah. The internet has killed Rick Ross a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I'm old. Oh, Rick Ross had a seizure on an airplane. He's dead. Gotcha. Like, gotcha. bro, we gotta stop this shit, bro, because. Yeah. Imagine this, right? You, you know, you got a son. Mm-hmm. So your son is older now. We on the radio, like, Lord, please give us the the, the longevity. But uh-huh. you want me and you doing radio 15, 20 years from now. Your right. son, 15 years old. Mm-hmm. 17. Your son's 17, 17 years old. Yeah. And it's and and he goes on, he looks on Twitter and it says Chuck Dizzle died in plane crash. Right, right. It's like, it's like wait, what the fuck? Yeah. My dad's name is Chuck Dizzle. Yeah, yeah. So it's like when you think about it from that perspective, it's like, bro, we got to knock this off. Because, yeah. and then you're like, no, I'm good. I'm good. Right, right. That that little bit of trauma can cause. Yeah, can uh, throw people, somebody off. Yeah. Like, and you never know what how stable people are either. Because um, I remember I remember a story coming out saying that somebody saw some crazy shit and went and com- committed suicide. Without even. Without even fact checking. Yeah, because of the emotion. The yes. emotion, like, yeah, no, I get you. I get that. actually makes a lot of sense. It's just not, it's just irresponsible. Yeah. Um. And we got a lot of calls of people calling up and and saying some some girl said that she she had been depressed for the last three years and how DMX's music got her through that depression uh, and you know how she was affected by his loss. So it's like, man, just to go back on the effect of of not only DMX but how hip hop can influence people yeah. and really like um, you know help somebody out in, in some trying times. So. Uh, rest in peace, DMX. And uh, hey, we're gonna name this episode. X gonna give it. X to gonna you. give it to you. X gonna give you a new album too, because they said he was finished with an album prior to. Yeah, I did see that. I'm I'm glad that we're not gonna get a piece together. You know, old X Files, old you know, flowing <laughs> in verses. Yeah. What you think about another title? Where that that's the album. The X Files will be hard. The X Files, as far as the album title. The album, yeah. Swiss, what up? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I mean I'm I'm glad that they finished and completed the album and we'll obviously we'll see what happens with that. Um, um obviously we gotta talk I mean we don't have to I don't wanna dive too far into it, but I posted something today uh about, you know, 
just a, just police brutality in general. Not necessarily about Dante. Not necessarily about anything in general. But I just am really tired and desensitized about speaking about this. And what's interesting, and I wanted to talk about this on the pod, is I remember having a selfish moment during the pandemic, during Black Lives Matter, right? And the reason why I was having a selfish moment is because I remember thinking to myself, like, damn, we've been trying to get on the radio and do our thing and get in position for 10 plus, right? right? We finally hear, it's like, I I wanted the other shit. Like, I wanted the Julio G., Big boy run. Moment, yeah. I wanted the mustard run where the whole country was rapping on mustard beats yeah. and, and and L.A. was turned up. Yeah. But I didn't get none of that. I got Donald Trump, yeah. <laughs> the coronavirus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. George Floyd. Uh, I mean, uh, the protests for Black Lives Matter, mm-hmm. um, pr- police brutality, uh, um, the, the, the decriminalization of, mar- of marijuana. Right. Like. Political issue. I don't know. I might have to push back. I'm gonna tell you why. Because y- you're right. But no, you- but let me let me let me let me land. So what I'm saying is, I remember having a selfish moment, thinking I said like, "Damn, why or why now?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we we finally here, and it's like, why now? And so, but I had to get over that and thinking like, okay, everything happens for a reason. For sure. And so, I had to accept. I had to appreciate it more so than I was. Pushing back on it, yeah. I guess. I guess you could say. But but the only reason why I say I'm gonna push back on that is because, although everything that you're saying makes sense, you gotta think: How old were we when the Julio G's and, and Big Boy, you know, when they yeah. when they were on, when they when they are having their runs, right? Rodney King, you right. We had the Three Strikes Law. We had, um, I mean, nine eleven. Right. We can go on. Tupac, Biggie. Big pun. Like, we can go on and on and on. There were moments that they had to go through, too. You're right. You understand? You're not, but you know what? We didn't experience it the same. We didn't experience it the same. Because I had to come on the air and tell tell the city that Nipsey just exactly. was gone. I had to come on the air and tell the city that Kobe was gone. Exactly. So it's like, I guess you're right. No, that's, just, a, that's it. it. We don't look at it in that perspective because we didn't. We weren't living those moments. Somebody is looking at us the same way and that future radio personalities or whoever that they're looking like, man, but y'all were, Y'all got to, like, somebody's literally watching this right now and said, man, you got a chance to experience Nipsey. So you got a chance to, like, you have Nipsey's number still in your phone. Right, right, right. You know, they, they're not going to have that. Yeah. So it's like, that's how I look at it. I'm like, oh, no, you're I, right. I, you're I, right. But I agree with you. there's a lot of things that we got that, and, of course, I would love L.A. to be open, you know, I would love us to be open. Yeah, we got quarantine. We got quarantine. Yeah, you know. We got quarantine. But... What I'm also seeing too is a resurgence in the LA scene. Yeah. When we, when we first started, shit was dry. It was super dry. Yeah. Now, you know, there, there's a lot of different. I mean, when I say the, the resurgence of it is, is more on a, on a national uh, on a national platform and the visibility of those that may not be as seen as much. Like you have them. You have nigga. We got the internet. You know what I'm saying? We got the World Wide Web. <laughs> So it's like there, there's different things that I look at it as a positive, but I feel you. Like I do wish, you know, we can do events and go out to the streets, like do. The I want to slap that, hands with the people, exactly, like no exactly. mask. When 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 I first started doing radio, I always told myself I'm gonna be one of those personalities that would be out in the streets, not just cooped up in the studio. And here we are in the middle of a pandemic, but you know, <laughs> it, it, things are gonna open up eventually, and 
Um, I don't know. I, I I had a moment today, and I literally just tweeted this. I'm like, bro, I'm on the I'm really on the radio in my city six nights a week. Six nights a week with a, with somebody that I started out the mud with. Like we we got this out the mud. You know what I'm saying? So I have those moments. Like people ask, hey, does it does it does it ever feel so? Every I, I tell people I, we have this moment. Like if not weekly, for sure every couple of days we're like, oh, we really on the radio. This is crazy. Mm-hmm. This is wild. And I know for the people that are frequent listeners, you probably hear us talk about this pretty often, but. It's that, it's that surreal to us. It's like, oh, damn. Like, this is crazy. It's I wild. Think, I think um, for me, I, always, I have that moment, but I have a moment in different ways. I have the moment when it comes to, like, people I looked up to. Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, talking shop with them. Or, like, I'm getting, like, me and Big big Boy on the phone, and he giving me game about something. Like, yeah. telling me about contracts or telling me about branding yeah. or giving me a life lesson or whatever. And it's just, like. That's kind of like surreal for me. When I walk in here and we do our thing, I'm not thinking about it in the moment. Yeah. So I'm trying to get better at at living in the moment. moment. Right, right. But when we when we on the air and we talking and we got the phones banging and like I'm just want to make I'm more focused on producing the best oh, show yeah, for sure. So I'm not really thinking about like damn we really here. Like yeah they really let us in here. Yeah. So I'm like I think I have that moment when it's all when the dust settles. It's like yeah. damn. It's crazy. Um. I, I do want to mention mention this, and, and stop me if we we can't mention whatever I don't care if we're gonna talk about it quick just I want to say shout out to Jason Cash yes just want to shout him out because we got a chance to hear some music and this if you're not familiar Jason Cash Carson California signed uh, to Atlantic right yes signed to Atlantic um, and I'm I'm just so proud to do because of what he's working on and not not only of what he's working on but the mental space that he's in. And how aware of how aware he is of the situation at hand. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's not kicking up his feet at all. Most people, when they get the deal, it's like, all right, we made it. The biggest thing that I took from him is like he knows how important this moment is for him. Yeah. And the music backs it up. Like, so I'm just looking forward to his project dropping and the, the rollout and just everything uh that that uh Jason Cash is, is gonna be doing. Yeah, I I'm 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 <laughs> I, I like I really enjoy seeing the homies win. Yeah. Like that's one of my favorite pastimes is watching the homies win. Especially people who deserve a W. Absolutely. Like I think that, you know, Cash is one of them people who really deserves a W. He's been down, stayed down for the come up. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, and helped everybody else and, you know, put on for everybody else. So I think it's his time is is definitely uh approaching rapidly. And then also, I got a chance to pull up on Blast. I've been at the studio a lot lately. I've yeah. been pulling up on everybody. I feel like every night that we get off, you go into the studio. <laughs> I'm like, nigga, what you doing? You producing beat? What, what are you doing? Bro, I got- Every single night. I got some shit in the work. I, I see, clearly. Yeah, I got some shit in the but work. Just think, for, the, for the record, one of those, shouts out to uh, the Fuzz, one of those nights, I, I and that's when we pulled up to the studio for Jason Cash, and I'm like, look, bro, and I told him, I'm like, I don't go out. I'm not head, all right? You don't time go out, to- Time out, because we talked about this earlier. You said you wanted somebody to tell you you got some shit in your teeth. You got some shit in your teeth. Where is it? It's right there. Right there. It's on. It's at the top. You got some spinach or something. Go like this. Lift up your lift up. Nah, your top. I can't touch because it's COVID. Nigga, I well, ain't get finished. you some. All right, well, whatever. I, I'm gonna rinse. It. I'm gonna rinse it. Let me, all right, for hold sure. On, look, look, look. I told you. Hold on, look. I'm that friend that's gonna tell you you got 
some shit in your mouth or some shit in your nose. But now. Nope. Still there. I don't think they can see it, though. Talk. Say something. You can't see it. I can see it in person, but whatever. Can you see it? I can see it when you do that. It's still there? Yes. What happened to COVID? It's the cap. Oh. All right. Um, oh, I feel it. There you go. Hold up. Yeah. Sorry, you guys have to there, experience Is that right this. now? And now, now you well. Let me see. Oh, uh, I feel it. It's at the bottom of your tongue. I feel it. Gone. It's gone. There we go. Hey. There we go. I'm that friend that's going to tell you. Uh, so that's what I'm talking about. So continue. What you, you better saying? tell me when I got something in my teeth or I, I got a booger. I saw it in person. Me, I didn't see it on the camera, but I hey, it's gonna make. Don't let up. me walk out here looking crazy. Just letting you know that's what I'm gonna do. Um, I forgot what you were saying. You was talking about the studio. Oh, the studio. I don't really pull up to the studios like that. I feel like this is me personally. I don't. I if anybody that's ever asked me to come to the studio or anything like that, I feel like I'm the type of person I want to hear the finished product and I want to experience it with the people. I'm not going to be able to pitch, pick you a hit record. I, that's not my thing, right? I liked, and I was telling Jason Cash this, I'm like, I like, I, I feel like I resonate the same way the people resonate with the music. Mm. I want to hear your experiences. I want to hear the stories that you're telling. The slappers, the blappers, like you and Salad, I, that's cool too if it's a byproduct of that. Great. But I can't pick you no hit record, so I feel like I'm not contributing to the <laughs> progress of your, 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 whatever you got going on. I can tell you how I feel about certain songs, and in most cases, I'm gonna pick the positive things that I like about it, so it might not be conducive to your. <laughs> as an hey, Chuck is gonna tell you that your baby is cute, even I'm not, though I mean, even though you got an ugly ass nah, baby. The baby is kind of cute though. The baby, you know. Have you ever seen an ugly baby? Yes, actually, I have. Did you tell him? No, because it was online. Oh, would you tell him? If they asked, yes. So what would you? So if I brought my my baby in here, and I'm not like, me, because mm-hmm. you would tell me anything. Yeah. But a stranger, show, yeah, I, the show lets you know. <laughs> hey, like, yeah, like, 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 we 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 hosting the concert, okay? And a listener walks up to you. Oh my God, I listen to you every day. Yeah, hey, how you doing? Chuck, this little way. Hey, hey, me, my baby. They pull that motherfucking blanket back. Hey, hey, is my baby? Hey, is is my baby cute? You you want me to ask? You want me to answer that right now? Mm-hmm. Is your baby cute? Mm-hmm. Hey, everybody, come look at this. Is this baby cute? Make some noise if this baby is cute. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I give it to the people at that point. I, 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 I'm, I'm, who's that? Is that James Worth? Yeah. Johnson? Yeah. The no look pass. I'm, I'm, I'm throwing it Listen, to somebody there else. is a such thing as ugly babies. Okay. So you tell them. You know I would tell them. Exactly. I, that, and I'll dish it to you. Hey, is this baby ugly? I want to shout out to Rhapsody <laughs> because when Rhapsody was up here at the radio station, she was very uncomfortable when we were having yeah, the ugly yeah. baby conversation. And uh, I just want to say that there, you know, for all of my friends, um, there is a such thing as ugly babies. And and if I happen to have a child and my baby's ugly, goddamn it, I'ma love that ugly little baby. So and and there's nothing wrong. And let me be perfectly honest, the love is not gonna change. But I'm not gonna lie, there are some pictures of C3. I'm like, ooh, he was funny looking at first. Funny looking ain't ugly though. I'm funny looking. I mean, I'm probably ugly to most to a lot of people too. But it's certain people that uh, just, nah, listen, bro. I think there's a fine line between funny looking and ugly. I think this, they, they, <laughs> that's a thick ass. They, they, they teeter on that line. It's a thick ass. I, I don't know. I, I I swear there was a there's a picture of my my son when he came home from the, or they took a picture of him in the hospital, and then at the moment I'm like, oh man, it's my son. Ah. I look at that picture now and I'm like, 
hey man, what we gonna do with this picture? Hey, listen, bro. Some some people like like some people just you know they could they they you know you leave them in the oven too long. See, nah, I didn't I I didn't say that. What? What you saying? <laughs> what you, I didn't say nothing about. A com, I didn't say nothing about a complexion. I didn't say nothing about complexion. What are you talking about? The oven. You said so you. You said the oven. I'm talking about like if you if you might huh what mess up the meal. You know. <laughs> What are you talking about? <laughs> the hell are you talking about? Hey, listen. Yeah, right. Sometimes, huh? sometimes you get it. Sometimes you don't. Okay. X gonna give you it don't. to you. Look, <laughs> <laughs> nobody about a thousand. Um, was there anything else we need to talk with? That yeah. we need to mention. Yeah. Um, happy birthday to everybody whose birthday we we've been missing since the top of the year. Hey man. At this point, you should know that, that we're going to miss your birthday. Hey, we don't give a damn. You yeah. know what I'm saying? If you don't call me and tell me it's your birthday, I assume you don't give a fucking... <laughs> <laughs> it's not that It's not that we don't... Well, I'm going to speak for myself. It's not that I don't care. I just really don't know. It's a lot It's a lot going on right now. It's a lot. It's a lot happening. It's a lot going on. Um, Hold on. It's another. It's something else that I, I want like to... I feel like there's a, two more things we got to mention. Hold on. There's something else I wanted to talk about. Let me pull it up. Oh, we, we gonna, gonna get off. We gonna forget too. We ain't gonna play the audio, but um, uh, where is it at? Damn, I don't even have the audio. Can I just say shout to Mustard for firing his um his uh personal assistant? Well, his his shopper. Shopper. Well, no. Yeah, person. Was it a personal assistant? His no, fi- they his, were saying it his, was, she was. He he was allowing her. To parade as a as a as stylist. A stylist, that's what it was. Yes, he was allowing her to 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 call herself a stylist. Um, he oh. definitely had receipts, both Yo. figuratively and and literally. <laughs> Yo, the, the thing I'm not gonna lie, the thing I enjoyed about that the most was the people going in her comments and just letting her have it. Damn, this is sure. somebody that you know must have paid. Uh, according to him, he paid her six thousand dollars a month, seventy two thousand dollars a year around that figure, and she was running up, you know, the tab on her personal expenses. So he would ask her to go get shoes or an outfit or something, and she would get stuff for herself bruh. and sport this stuff on the gram, bruh. like, bruh, you so got to beat it. You got to be crazy. And then he has a receipt of her going back and forth, and she's apologi- uh, apologetic about it, and. You know, he blasted her for the most part. So people went on Like, he literally tagged her. So people jumped on her page and just are letting her have it. Every picture that she posts, she's like, oh, is that Mustard's money? Oh, oh, that that was, you, you were supposed to get that for Mustard. And you, I got, there was one. Ah, oh, there was one. I got to go. I got to see if I can find. There was one. I was just like, man. They killing her. They letting her, they letting her have it. Hey, but listen, bro, you got to be. You got to be what I mean. I'm not gonna disrespect this young woman. No, not at all. But, but you, you got to be crazy at this. But point. you got to be out of. You got to be. I, I don't know. Honestly, I just want to know what what like. Did you think he wasn't gonna notice or? Bro, I don't know. I don't know. You got to be. <laughs> I, I can't say what I want to say without it coming across as is 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 wrong. You know what I'm saying? So. I'm going to just leave well enough alone is what I'm going to do. Um, they are closing the Arc-like cinemas and Pacific theaters, man. Um, so we were talking about it on the radio. Is this the end of movie theaters? No. Yes or no? I think that if you can create a special experience with the people, then there's room. Like I'm going to tell you like this. Movie theaters 
And the ones that are still open right now, these companies that are still open, you got to take a page out of the Blockbuster book. <laughs> out of the Blockbuster book. And, and What learn, does that mean? And learn how to pivot. Because, learn how to pivot. <laughs> you know, blockbuster, you know, they kind of saw the writings on the wall at one point in time, and they could have they could have adjusted it and did the online thing like Netflix. I think, if if I'm not mistaken, they had an opportunity to invest in Netflix or have, be a part of it or something like that. Yes. And they turned it down. Yes. When's the last time you seen a blockbuster? I mean, there's one left. There's one left. Isn't there a documentary about it too? Yeah. I think I gotta watch it. Yeah, it's on it's on Netflix right we, now. Exactly. It, the, the doc- it's on Netflix. Ain't that a <laughs> Hey, that's some petty shit. Hey. That's some hey. I like talk it. about this last uh blockbuster on a platform that you could have been a part of. But my point is that these theaters, they have to jump mm-hmm. on board and do, you know, innovative things like Host events, maybe do we reinvent the drive-throughs, or you know, I, I've been seeing a lot of theaters actually rent out their locations for private events, like create an experience for the people because clearly things aren't as they used to be, and things are shifting. You know, I, I really feel bad for the people that really that lost their jobs like that. That sucks. Um, it's terrible. But if you're in it, you know, it's a business. You got to figure out how to pivot at this point. Hey, listen, I'm I'm here for the petty. I'm here for all of it, to be honest with you. I'm not. I just, I just, I'm here for it. I think. Also, I want to say that when you look at all of these big, big companies, mm-hmm. they all started somewhere, and you had an opportunity to be a part of what they're doing. Yep. Homegrown radio. Hello. That's Hello. all I got to say about that. Um, can we can we end on this petty note right here? I'm gonna just read the headline <laughs> and tell me what you think. Okay. All right. Um, oh, let me hold on. He said, I'm oh, read this that. is a different. Uh, it's a different headline. Let me let me read it. I'm gonna try to remember it the way I saw it because the headline is reading differently. All right. Uh, Rihanna brings ASAP Rocky to party at a to party with Drake in L.A. Hmm. Rihanna and ASAP Rocky. Party with Drake in L.A. The So right now, the, the, the caption that I see says, Drake spotted with Rihanna and ASAP Rocky in L.A. This is not what I read. The, the, the reason why I pulled it up is she, because it she, said Rihanna brings ASAP Rocky to a Drake party. She showed up with ASAP Rocky. She showed up with ASAP Rocky. Um, so see. you think... You think so th- first of all, the Rihanna and ASAP Rocky are a thing. Okay, it's it's yes. official at yes. this point. Drake had been trying his damnedest. Drake, Drake had been trying his damnedest to get at Rihanna. I don't think that uh, Rihanna would would give Drake the time of day. Personally. She hasn't been giving Drake the time. No, of I'm day. saying even like to, as a, even if she was single, she ha- th- th- did you see the there's a there's a me or there's a video of him trying to. Kiss her on stage, and she curved yeah, him. Yeah, she, you know, she ain't, you know, uh, it is what it is, right? But to me, Rihanna's done with light skinned men. You think so? That's what it is. <laughs> Shut up. Now you're just throwing <laughs> stuff out there. <laughs> um, but I just thought that I don't know. I, I, I felt like I don't know if that was petty or if that was like, hey, look, I ain't rocking with you. Let me just show you I ain't rocking with you. I'm gonna bring my dude to your party. Yeah, but Drake, you know, Drake don't care. Um, Drake don't care. Don't Drake care Drake has had has had thirty one flavors, and and a taste of the rainbow. So, 
Drake, Drake was Drake back out in town and ended up partying with Rihanna, his ex-girlfriend, alongside her current bo- uh, boyfriend, ASAP Rocky, at, at, a, at a, a spot. All right, well, that's what I get for clicking the headlines. Um, so it looks like he approves. He ain't tripping. He ain't tripping. Bro. He ain't tripping at all. Uh, anything else we got to mention? Yeah. I feel like these levels are low. If they are, I apologize. I'll try to raise them up. Yeah, we just got to boost it up. It's all good. Uh, what else? It was one more thing. Damn. You still ain't found it? No, it was another thing. That that was done, but it was one more thing that I wanted to uh, say something about before. I mean, when we when we talked about doing the podcast, I can't remember. You gotta get like Angela Lee, Angela Yee, and get your notes. Start taking notes. I know I'm. I'm a, I, I I normally do take notes, but it's been a lot going on. Happened. It's been a lot going on. Um, but anyway. Shout out to everybody that supports us. Yep. Um, make sure you listen to Homegrown Radio. Um, if you are in L.A., if not, you can listen on the iHeartRadio app. We appreciate Worldwide. everybody. Grab that merch. If you can, homegrownradio.net. It's a lot on there. Um, appreciate the support. Keep on subscribing, rating, commenting. And we're going to we're gonna start doing more pods, uh, but the problem is. You think we, we should do them more throughout the week? Yes. So we should do one no matter what. So we should we should guarantee one pod to the listeners, no matter what. What you when you say one to the listeners, like solo, like this? Just yes, okay. just us, uh, you know, shooting, and then also, I mean, we got a lot of content. I mean, we are out of our ass with content. Matter of fact, oh no, we can't do it because we we're gonna be we're gonna we're gonna be able to uh, start playing some some clips from the show. So that way you can hear what actually goes oh, on. Oh, on the actual show, yeah. Because it, it, I feel like it's a different experience when we're live on the radio and then you guys can be a part of us actually building out this show. Uh, six nights a week, Homegrown Radio, Real 92.3 here in Los Angeles. Again, on that iHeartRadio app, you can definitely tap in worldwide and rate, subscribe, comment oh, at Homegrown Radio everywhere. I remember that. Kid Cuddy. What about him? The, oh, uh, the dress. The dress thing, yeah. So I remember like when we did the top – well, first of all, if you don't know, Kid Cuddy – Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live wore a dress uh, to pay tribute to Kurt Kurt Cobain. Cobain. Right. Um, And so I remember we did a a factor cap on it. Mm -hmm. Is it factor or is it cap? Is he clout chasing whatever? Mm -hmm. Based based strictly on the definition of clout, Mm -hmm. it was, right? But but people were definitely like, no, like, y'all sound crazy right Right. now. It's an artistic thing. It's like, I get it, but he did it for the – like – Here's the thing. Had he wore just a regular Kurt Cobain shirt, we wouldn't be talking about this. Correct. And I think he understood that. The only way that people were going to make it a big deal and blow it out of proportion and obviously bring it up on different platforms is if he did something outlandish, which was wear a dress. Exactly. So, I mean, what you say the definition of clout was? I don't remember. It was like it was, you said something about. It had something to. Some, I don't remember. To trying to reach fame or for attention. Yeah, I read that the definition of clout on the radio and. Attention grabbing. It was attention grabbing. And I mean, the, the like I said, everything to with me is about intent. Mm-hmm. If your intent is pure, I'm rocking with you. Yeah. If your intent is trash, I'm not. I'm, it don't matter what you do. Yeah. I'm not rocking with you. So as long as his intent was pure. And I, I, and I think it, I honestly think his intent was pure. Part of that intent is like, okay, I know this is going to get attention because of what I'm going to do, yeah. and I want to pay tribute to Kurt Cobain. So let me do something crazy. All right, boom. I'm a real fan. I'm, a, you know, this is the, the the dress. Although the dress that he wore was spaghetti strap. 
Kurt Cobain didn't what have you got against spaghetti strap dresses? Say it again. What you got against spaghetti strap dresses? I don't have nothing against them, but it was a different style of dress. If you're going to do the same exact thing, where the moo-moo that Kurt Cobain had on? Got you. But either way, that that got the attention of the people. So yeah. That's in the hints we are talking about it. Exactly. So on that note, Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head, subscribe, start this chair is acting crazy. Uh, but we will catch y'all next time.